0: Society, God save the old duck, for the bill and variety. We are the desperate men. appreciation society, God save strawberry jam, and all the different varieties, serving the old ways, from being abused, protecting the new ways, for me and for you, what more can we do? Welcome to Lessons of Life and today we're going to talk about reading comprehension. It's amazing what people do when they read. They um, skip over words uh, and they don't really comprehend what they're reading because they don't stop and think about it. Neville Goddard followers are a good case in point. You know, they will read how to do SATs on the subreddit and not really go read Neville's work or if they do, they just skim over it and don't realize the important piece is silence, going to silence. You go to silence because that's shutting off the consciousness in your head and going to the one in your heart. And when the one in your heart and your imagination agree, That's it, done deal. Okay? But your imagination will dig into your purse, your subconscious, and pull out your beliefs and present your desire to you wrapped up in your beliefs. And that's so, as Neville would say, you look back on the bridge of incidents and see how it came. And then you start forgiving those people for being like that because they gave you this gift. You know, they're not like that. They're they're God's messenger and gift giver. And then you start to realize everybody is a messenger and gift giver from God. You know, and you, you need to start paying it forward. And not just be selfish. You know, uh, Neva was a hacker. He hacked his way in. And he knows he hacked his way in. But he appeals to so many. Because they're hurting and they are looking for a way to get out of that pain and suffering. And it's an objective thing. You know, you don't have to accept it just like you said. You know, but don't worry about yourself so much. is what the Bible says. Don't worry about yourself. Okay. Love God. Trust in God. Love everyone. Love life. And you get all that. You know. The difference between you and the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees is you think and they don't. Okay? If you would be like them, don't think, just feel. <laughs> then you, you get everything the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees get. You know, for you, for man. And all the things that men need. Clothes, food, shelter, money, it's all yours and it's, it's always been yours. The one caveat is love life. Love life, love living life. You know, and and you can't learn that until you do experience good and bad. you If everything's always perfect, how are you going to know you're making bad stuff? And this is what happened in the way back when, when there were Nephilim and giants and, you know, the God and the imagination and man were separate. And imagination was trying to make stuff so that his father would love him like he loved that dog, man. (laughs) And he thought he was making some great, beautiful stuff. And he was making giants. You ate people, you know. And and the people didn't like it. And, And, you know, God had to do something. That's the way it is. So he went into man and took his son with him. And his son came kicking and screaming, you know, down into man. The dream begins. He's the tempter. He's Divine Love, and the whole thing is you're training imagination at the same time you're being trained, okay, and you have to learn that that instinct, that uh, intuition, that first thought, those are always from God. That feeling inside that tells you get out of here that's God talking to you okay, get out no questions asked, just get out trust me, you'll get home fine if you listen to that voice it's when we don't listen to that feeling that little voice that's telling us things that that we hurt ourselves you know, and pride and hubris tend to do that because you made a statement you're gonna stick to it you know and even though you may start having doubts about it you stick to it because you said it well now you're going to deal with it and a lot of people don't get that that you know you can't keep saying oh I got to stay positive I got you're building a volcano of negatives get rid of negative, it doesn't exist, God does not authorize that that's your consciousness, the one in your head and imagination, poor imagination just does whatever you tell it to do you know so you have dominion over all so it's about being kind and generous and. Understanding and giving and understanding you're always taken care of. It doesn't matter if you just gave your last dollar to the man begging on the corner. You give it to him and tell him, I know you're going to have a great day. I wish you the best. And it'll be fine. You don't walk past God and not think of him. And every other human being out there is God walking around. You know, release him. Send them some love. Wish them the best. Give them prosperity and abundance. You know, it's a magnet. It's a boomerang. It's going to come right back at you. But that's not why you do it. You do it so that they get a smile on their face. So they have a hope. A person, a stranger, did a kindness for me. You know, that, that's hope. You know, hope and and humanity and that it's going to all work out you know you, you just feel better and that's the best thing anybody can do for anyone is just do a kindness. What's it hurt? It's not hurting you just go help them. If you know your neighbor's husband's not around, their children are not around and just knock on the door. Hey, how's it going? Need any help? All good, you know, especially after uh, enduring catastrophes like hurricanes and freezes and stuff like that. You know, people cry about Grandma freezing to death all alone, but the question is, why was Grandma all alone in the freeze? You know, why wasn't she with you? You know, and, and they don't think of that. They just want they want blood. And that's what we really have to stop doing. And that knee jerking and instant reaction, you know, that has to stop. Because that's, that's what gets you in trouble. You're running around in the one in your way. That's the one in your heart. So one of the beautiful things about the Ultimate Mental Diet is it writes it for you. It does it for you. It will rewrite the consciousness in your head, which is malleable, as the Bible tells us, to be like the one in your heart. It will do that. But you have to do it, and you have to persist in it, and you'll start seeing things happening before you know it. And it's really great. So... Understand that it's it's not just your thoughts. You know, um, people tend to think you, you know LOA teachings that um, you vibrate money by thinking of money. No, a vibration is a feeling, and the frequency is what the image is and what you're thinking about it. Okay, so if you're thinking about money. But you feel bad about it. You're keeping it away. If you think about money. And you feel good about it. Then it's coming to you. It's it's not a special frequency about money. It's you're thinking about money. And you feel good about it. You love money. It's a medium of exchange. You love having more than you could possibly imagine using. You love that. That's financial security, and you love it. You love spreading it around. Here, go get some stuff. You know, exchange this for that. You know, it's a medium of exchange, and that's all it is. So, it's, you know, seeing things for what they really are. You know, for example, in Texas, most people would tell you that Texas is pure oil and gas. But we're not. We have a nuclear power plant. We have oil. We have gas. We have windmills. We have solar. We have bio, um, uh, whatever it is, bio gas. And I mean, like the Exxon building. It there's an Exxon building out in the woodlands that runs on um, algae. It's really, it's really cool. It's really amazing. We're the energy capital, not the oil and gas capital. You know, Houston looks at all kinds of energy um, solutions and ideas and, and things like that. They're not wed to any one thing. But it's oil and gas that is the cheapest and the most abundant. You know, and we keep telling ourselves it's a fossil fuel, but it's not. We all know it's not. Everything's spiritual. Uh, If you want more oils, you'll you'll get it. Just keep living, you'll find it, and you will. As has been shown. You know, we're drowning in this stuff now. And you should use it. It's cheap. We can do it cleanly. And no reason not to use coal. There's plenty of it. We can use that cleanly. And that gas. You know, they all have their good sides and bad sides the ideal energy would be to you know circle back and do what Tesla was doing which was you know just pulling energy out of the the ground and out of the sky and sending it out wirelessly so you know something along those lines uh, is probably where we're headed and what we're going to end up doing because there's not enough land for all the windmills and there's not enough water for all the um or not enough waterfalls and such you know to handle that and there's not enough of any one thing really except oil and gas right now and coal there's nothing wrong with these things they're not filthy dirty they're beautiful and lovely Now, people get concerned about, you know, the stories they made up about carbon, and the reality is, if you plant a tree, if you're worried about it, because that tree is the other side of that coin, and that returns it to a hole, okay? If you're putting too much carbon in the air, then you plant more trees so they take it out of the air, okay? And that's, that's the circle. And when you mess with the circle, now you're messing with the gears. So this is why all that is caca and asking for trouble. <laughs> not to mention your body has a good bit of carbon in it, too. So if you're hating on carbon, you're hating on yourself. Don't do that. That's not cool. You're perfect. And so, it, you know, it, it's things like that that people just don't, uh, understand. You don't get to pick and choose your science. You don't get to pick and choose what you love. You get to pick and choose what you like and dislike. But you love it all, just because you don't like it, doesn't mean there isn't somebody else who absolutely loves it. And why shouldn't they have it? If you have what you want, why shouldn't they have what they want? Of course they should. But people don't get to tell you what you believe. And they don't get to tell you, you know, how to act and think. That's you. You choose what role you play and your responses are automatic. So I hope this helps. It's really about understanding life. And that's understanding God. And God is a a consciousness, whole and pure and complete. It only knows good. It only knows perfect good and it's in your heart and it's in every man's heart and together that is the Elohim that is God on earth okay and He's carrying the baby that's you the human and the human's becoming a human being one who knows how to think okay and you you aren't thinking You're learning how to think. So you're going to think things bad. Because sometimes you're going to revert to the human side. And sometimes you're not. But once you consistently start, um, you know, thinking like God. You've rewritten your consciousness. It's it's just wonderful. It's automatic. It just, you know, comes trippingly off the tongue. So I hope this helps. Blessings to you. And thank you. Thank you for being here.